To another episode of Hobby Night in Canada. I'm your host, Tom, and with me, as always, are. And. Mike. Ward! And apparently, Steve's gonna join us later. Because primer is more important than uh, podcast. Mm. That's what I heard. Mm. Is that the prime directive? Yeah. Probably. So, fuck the temporal, Steve. The temporal prime right? directive. We're allowed to do that. Oh, yeah, fuck Steve! <laughs> That's Steve. He's a fucker. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, yeah, so it's 101 uh, for the episode, which is kind of fun. Uh, I feel. Like, last episode was like, oh my god, it's episode 100, and now we're just back to, like, counting down until another number that's kind of cool. Yeah, like, who's our famous special guest this week? Um, beer? The captain. <laughs> that's not <laughs> special. That's yeah. every time. Yeah, fair enough. So, anyways, um, let's just jump right into This Week in Hobby. I'm not good at jumping right now. That's true, because this week in hobby, you broke yourself. Let's, let's hobble. I can hop. Can I can hop, but I can't jump. You can't. It's an yeah. important distinction. That is fair. So, Dan, hop into hobby, and what'd you do? Well, I created a really neat uh, diorama, as you, Tom remembers. He was there. Yeah. Where it was like a diorama with a bunch of Nurgle models surrounding like the festering wound that was my leg after getting hit with a baseball at <laughs> tremendously high speeds. Yeah. So that was good. Um, but... I had some unplanned time off of work as a result of my sprained ankle and thankfully not broken chin. So I was able to get a little bit more painting done. I got the Fafnir finished for Battletech. Yep. I am working on the Zeus right now. I've got some more Primaris Reavers where I need to green stuff the bare feet for their little sandal conversion that I'm doing because mm-hmm. I'm an idiot and on drugs. Yeah, fair. Yep, Prescription sure. drugs <laughs> doesn't count. One. Does count? Yeah, it oh, counts. it counts. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. What was it talking about? Fa- Fafnir? Fafnir, Zeus's. Reavers with sandals. Zeus's? Yeah, that covers most of the bases. And um, there's some terrain, isn't there, too, that you started working on? Yeah, there's a handful of terrain pieces from uh, DFA Miniatures, which was a Kickstarter where I know some of the guys uh, that put it on. They're doing some 6 mil uh, Battletech scenery. So I pledged um, far too much money for that Kickstarter, and then I got some of the stuff a little bit early so that they can have painted samples for the website, which means I am uh, prepping and getting ready to start painting some Battletech scenery. Nice. Mikey? No! <laughs> really? Um, I started painting again on Sunday. Oh, that's right, because he technically got away with it. Where we <laughs> he did. He we did. did the four-year retrospective for what did you paint, and that means he got to sidestep the one fucking week he didn't paint. Nobody knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so technically... That's two weeks in a row where I painted more than Mike? Yeah. Yeah, I should yeah. yeah. And I smashed my leg, so I mean, that's more, that basically counts as three weeks. You're like new Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we have new Mike and Mike Classic. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike did just turn a year older, so Mike Classic's a little apropos. Yay, me. <laughs> uh, what, so what did you start painting on Sunday? Um, the human Blood Bowl team. 
Nice. Oh, right into it then, hey? Ooh, yeah. Okay, okay. Wardo? Uh, I worked a little bit more on my Camry. Uh, I did some bone just to try to lighten that up on the models. Did some light boning? Light boning. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel that my... My Blood Bowl team, I mean, it is an undead team, but it is quite dark. I need to, I think, lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. So, worked a little bit on that. Uh, built a little bit more on the Exalted Sorcerers for a Thousand Suns, um, since I have to uh, probably buy another box of those, because I think I'm going to put two of them on disc, just for mobility's sake, and go from there. Mobility is key, as I am finding out. Mobility is key, Dan Absolutely. is acutely aware. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I also started assembling some of the new 40k terrain uh, mm-hmm. that came out. So uh, apparently step 11 on the Basilicum is uh, a very dangerous step. So tread lightly if you're building that right now. What is it? How is it wild? I don't know. I didn't even like look. So that's all Kevin said. Kevin's like, watch out for step 11. He's like, I was trying to put it all together and I was like, fuck, if I only went back a few steps, it would have been so much easier. And I'm like, okay, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, good to know. Yeah. If I knew more about AA, I would make a hilarious AA joke for Step 11, but I don't. Mm. Oh. I feel like it's where you find God, isn't it? <laughs> I thought that was, like, a lot earlier. Three. No, you got to do it twice. I think that's you early, gotta, enough, in the, it's early enough in the process that it's involved in all the sitcoms when they get uh, some kind of addiction. Yeah, no, but there's the part where you, like, start hating yourself and, like, don't f- and like lose God, and you got to find him again. It turns out he's under a coaster. It's really weird. Oh, under a coaster. We should put a bell on God's neck so we don't lose him. <laughs> oh, man. We are in an interesting place today. Uh, man, I think I actually did a surprising amount of hobby. Um, I, I picked up the Kill Team box and I put together all the terrain, which is really cool, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I went about just putting it together as if it were the, um, like, exactly how they said. And it went together fast. It's fucking huge. Like, one level of the new terrain, same height as the great and clean one. Yeah, that's, I mean, the uh, the archways, I mean, you could put a dreadnought through the archways in uh, the doorway in the new terrain, too. And I Yeah, it's wild. Crazy. It looks good. I'm curious to see if a leviathan will fit through those doors. It might probably just depends on how you glue the arms. Maybe. Because leviathans are the Levi- stupid big. Like, like, if his hands were up, probably not, like a field goal. Touchdown. Yeah, I don't yeah. think uh, that well, would necessarily work. Well, unless he was literally raising the roof, and then he could probably make it work. Oh, that, but he could be technically supporting the roof. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, that sounds legit. Yeah, so I did that. <clears throat> um, in other news, I built a kill team, which was three Bernas, two Ludas, uh... Ten grots. And the scrap prospector! And the scrappiest of prospectors! Which, oh my god, that model's so good! I'm aware. Did you have one from before? Oh yeah. Dude, is it an orc model? I thought I thought you might have been hanging on to one. I wasn't sure though, or if you had to track one down just recently. I also I was just gonna say I don't think those have been made in like fifteen years. So if he didn't have it from before, he ain't getting one. Yeah, and then I I found out that I apparently have a ridiculously expensive and limited edition orc model because Games Workshop about 
eight or nine years ago, released a model called the Chase. It was a little vignette with the three squigs and the one night goblin, oh, where the yeah, big yeah. squig's chasing the night goblin is chasing the little squig. Yeah. And it was just in my Orc Bits box. I was looking for this prospector, and I'm like, holy shit, this is a perfect hooligan for the, the goblins for Blood Bowl. And I was like, holy shit, this is the perfect mix, because the squig is like a little bit bigger than the regular squigs, a little more detailed, it's really cool. And I was telling Barry about it, and I was like, this is amazing, you need one too. And I looked online, and I was like, I found one for sale, and it was 150 Canadian That's on eBay. <laughs> That's a bit. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to like... Trim into Blood Bowl models? <laughs> you don't happen to have the Redeemer and Malikov in your collection there, do you? No. That's a shame. <laughs> right. Um, Unfortunately, I don't either. Oh, man. But they were really, they're really cool models. Um, and, yeah. Oh, I'm kind of shocked and surprised about that. And the problem I'm having is that no matter what other projects have on the go, like Nurgle Demons or whatever, I started painting these fucking orcs. And goddamn, they're fun. I forgot. You know, it's kind of like when you just do something you love for a long time and then decide to yourself you don't want to do that anymore. And you do other things. And you never really fully find that joy again. And then you go back to the, like, painting orcs and you're like, oh, oh, this is amazing. This is exactly why I play Warhammer. What the fuck have I been doing for the last ten years? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so I got the one orc done being painted and one grot done being painted. And I think for the like the speed of the models, they turned out pretty good. Yeah, and we'll see how you feel about orcs after about 60 more of them. Yeah, well, the nice thing is I only have to paint six orcs and technically only nine of the ten grots for my kill team. So I think you were <laughs> saying this the other night. It's like it's just the tip of 40K. Yeah, I so, did, in fact, use that analogy. Yeah, I don't know if you how much you remember based on what painkillers uh, pain you're on. but oh, it, I, only got the, I only got the higher strength stuff today. Okay, so we'll see what you say later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Could get interesting. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, but they paint up super quick. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, and, oh, man, Kill Team. So good. So good. And there's all kind. I was actually looking at some of the... Uh, I guess this is getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but it uh, looks like there's some organized play, like game night kits that are starting to show up for some of the contents. Yeah. It's like they have medals for the winners and more dice and random other crap like that. And acrylic tokens. Yeah. The neat thing about it is, uh, yeah, because we we, we're just going to do this instead of Steve's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the If you play for a full month of league play, which presumably is one day a week, you get the... I would have assumed it's 30 straight days. Ugh, no. I'm pretty, <laughs> sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's like one league day a week. And it was yeah. like w- the first week gets you... Something I can't remember, but it was not like that amazing. And then the sec or the second month was acrylic objective tokens. Mm-hmm. No, it was, a, it was the dice that were inverted colors on the regular one. So instead yeah. of the red D tens and or the orange D tens and the black uh, D sixes, it's orange D sixes and black D tens. Yeah, um, which would be a really cool way to round out what already are amazing dice. Yeah, they're they actually kind of have like a slightly patinaed kind of. Effect, which is probably just from an effect of using the cheaper plastic, but it suits Kill Team. It's a little bit dirtier, um, a little bit grittier kind of a thing. And uh, the, and but I mean they're doing all those like uh, blister packs of um, faction specific dice as well already. Yep. Including they're doing separate ones for the Tyranids and the Gene Stealers. So I gotta fucking buy both because yep. I, I like having those two different colors to the same faction, right? So 
this is how I do it, because I'm never going to get those old Gene Steeler dice. No. Um, and I'll just roll into my shit up and take my money. Uh, kill Team. And soon to be more Kill Team. And probably down the road, more Kill Team. Because uh, I bought the or- I bought the starter set and the orc box that came with the servo hauler. And I'm already staring down, like, getting the second battle zone with the uh, Sector Mechanicus terrain. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the cool thing, too, is, like, by the time I get a couple more boxes for Kill Team, that's a 40k table worth of terrain. Yeah, it stockpiles very quickly, especially if you're using a smaller table for Kill Team. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Ward? Adeptus Titanicus is getting all of my money. We'll work, talk about how many dollars in a minute. <laughs> I, I worked extra extra hard this this last month, so uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna get a bunch of money there. And I was also able to get into the backer kit late on uh, Dave Taylor's books, uh, so I have a uh, armies and legions and hordes uh, nice. on order. So yeah. My plan is to send him an email next paycheck and be like, hey, so I didn't get on the backer kit, but like you said, I send you an email and you're going to get me one of these things. <laughs> uh, it sounds like he's going to get a few extra copies for this exact purpose. And realistically, we can maybe all split on shipping, too. That would be ideal. Oh, there you go. Yes. Mikey. Adeptus Titanicus. Yeah! Somebody uh, did the same thing Ward did and worked lots and lots and lots of hours <laughs> in the last month. Man, fuck you guys. When I work lots and lots and lots, you know what I get? Dick. Nothing. Or, 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 <laughs> or no, that's what you get for Christmas. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> you get this thing. It's called overtime. What? What, what did you say? Overtime. Could you say that one more time? No. It's time that's over your normal hours of work. Wait, and they pay you for this? They do. They Actually, even pay, they pay you pay more. You, they pay you extra. What? Yeah. yeah. That sounds you like say bullshit. That they overpay you. Yeah. Well, no, not overpay you. That would be a poor choice of words for that one. So. That yeah. sounds like this magical wonderland. It is. Yeah. I, want, I, want, I want in. This whole salary yeah. thing is bullshit. It's garbage. <gasps> oh, you're from the cursed land of salary. Ah, okay, that explains a lot. Yeah, when we work extra, we just stay there late and then nothing happens. It's kind of a problem. <laughs> we have this thing called loo hours that we're allegedly supposed to use, but you take them and then you fall behind on work and then you work overtime, allegedly, <laughs> to catch up on the work and then you have these loo hours magically back again and it just never ends. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a dumb system, really. Mm-hmm. If you don't have somebody else that is capable of doing your job for you when you're gone, you're just compressing your following work week. So, fuck that. Yep. Uh, salary. <laughs> what were we thinking? They're like, security with salary. You know what your paycheck is with salary. I kind of feel sorry for the ward. No. No, okay. no. We were bamboozled. <laughs> That's a good They word. said it was the adult thing to do. I would rather be a regular boozled. Oh, man. Speaking of which, uh, we're going to invite our special guest in for a second. Hey, Thanks for Dan. that input. <laughs> uh, Dan, what about you? Does it rhyme with Bibanicus? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, I'm trying to think if it, anything else got picked up in the last little bit, but I think... Due there, to the fact that I've only left the house like in the last four days there, to go to the Medi Center, there is more Necromunda coming out. Mm-hmm. There's always more Necromunda coming mm-hmm. out. Um, up. I need for that stuff to show up at somewhere like Meeple, so I can get the discount, yo. But um, order it while your pants are off. Have it shipped to your house. Yeah. Answer the door with your pants off. Scar the postal person. It's good. 
Yeah, that might be a little bit too far. But uh, <laughs> so at some point, I do need to get caught up on uh, Gang War three as well as four. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, realistically, Titanicus was definitely the big one. Because uh, yeah, that starter box apparently is not free. You do in fact have to pay for it. What? And uh, apparently it's also limited edition. There's only a print run of a thousand of these bad boys, so we might not even get the privilege of paying for it. We'll see. Because <laughs> you're you're trying to get the box set with the rules and models with all the you're things. Not? No, no, no. I am as well. Yeah. I'm just clarifying. Yes, the master's edition. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I need it. And the accessories add up way too quickly if you buy them separately. Yeah. It's dangerous. But, uh, yeah, be dangerous times. I assume Steve is probably going to say something stupid like more drills. Um, no, he no. bought some... Death Corps of Krieg. To be his guard battalion. Yes. Yeah. Because a new 40K, unless you're taking a knight detachment and a 185-point guard detachment, you're all not the, playing 40K. All the CPs. Yeah. <sighs> he needs to harvest them all. For the greater good. The greater good. <laughs> but he's not playing Tau. That's just the illusion. Secret Tau? Secret Tau. Ooh. Should we just start, it's like every army he plays from now on, just be like, sweet Tau army, bro, and never explain it to him? <laughs> and because he won't <laughs> listen to the podcast, he'll have no idea. He'll have no idea. So I encourage anyone listening. If Dale, ever, don't tell him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one actually, like, tell him why, but... From now on till the end of time, anytime you see Steve out in public with an army, be like, sweet tower army, dude. Even if he's not playing games, you see Steve in public, be like, yo, Steve, I saw that work you're doing on your tower army on Facebook. That looks dope, dude. It'd be great. And then walk away immediately with no follow-up questions allowed. <laughs> I like it. So we'll see how long we can do this before he just loses his mind. <laughs> I'm... I am way too punchy right now because this sounds like an amazing idea to drive one of our friends fucking crazy. Um, so on the topic of not driving people crazy, uh, we had a lot of fun this weekend. Some of us did. Well. What? Well, the fun? three of us, not. Oh. Well, some yeah. of us sat around and wished that baseballs didn't hit us in the ankle at high speed. Mm-hmm. Truth. Yes. Truth. Um, but no, like we went to the Thunder Bowl, which was the first Blood Bowl tournament at Thunderground. Yes, correct. Also the highest one-day Blood Bowl tournament in Alberta ever? In Alberta correct. ever. Correct. Yeah. So 26 there, players. 28. 28, 28 man. What's wrong? 28 players. Okay, you can't count. I can't one. count. No. Yeah, it was like, it was funny because I'm used to seeing that store packed with like War Machine events or Magic events. Yeah, and I was you, kind of half expecting. playing expect- on the sidewalk? No, but it was close, man. Like, there was not a lot of extra room. I think they could have got one more table in. That was it. So Yeah, like, that, it was surprisingly packed. And everyone was having a good time and laughing. My favorite part about it was there's a lot of new faces that I haven't seen at Blood Bowl events before. Like Mike? Like Mike! <laughs> Just had to rub it in a little bit more. <laughs> he fun. said new face, not old face. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, I want you to remember this. You can't run right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike. Just just want to make hey, sure Mike. you're clear on that one. Yep, hey, Mike. Okay. Yep. Is that the threat you want to make? <laughs> yeah, if we get into an ankle bashing fight, everyone loses. <laughs> now, yeah, well, but every, I have, everyone actually, I have a head start because mine's a little stronger than yours because it's got the pins and the plates in. Mm, it's true. I don't have any bionics yet. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah he's full RoboCop ankle. If you guys did an ankle stomping contest, I think Mike would win. Yeah. Just just let it go, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but so, like, I've talked a lot about Blood Bowl tournaments over the years. Um, Ward, Has it talk- been years plural yet, or has it just been one fucking crazy year? 
No, it's been it, one it, crazy year plus three months? And, uh, and two months. Extra. Yeah, he's two and a half two, months. He's into year two of playing. Yeah. Okay. I'm into year two. Checks out. Checks out. Yeah. Ward, you have had your... You, you had your day with uh, Powtown. Yes. Uh, Mike, why don't you tell us what it was like to go to a Blood Bowl tournament for the first time? Oh, it was a, it was a lot of fun, but I was a little nervous. I felt like I was really slow, which I was. Mm-hmm. But I mean... After you pass that, it was good. There was highs, there was lows, there was crying, there was cheering. It was yeah, it was it was a big spag. It was okay. <laughs> Actually, I, it was really good. I do feel that yeah, Blood Bowl does have the highs and lows because you're just like yeah, I killed that rat ogre, or like oh crap, one of my mummies is dead. Okay, so one of my favorite <laughs> moments. Oh, sorry. But that's I think that's what makes it uh, an awesome event to go to because. The randomness of the dice and the chance of like guys dying or coming back or scoring the touchdown or mm-hmm. killing and stomping like one of his big players. I mean, I think there, there's there's so much. Your emotions are running a big gambit throughout the event. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I one of my favorite moments from the event was in game three, and uh, Damien with his high elves uh, was kicking to my halflings. And my halflings for two turns couldn't pick up the ball. And on the on his second turn, Griff Oberwald's like, all right, boys, I got this. And so he dodges through my, my halflings and around a tree and through another halfling, picks up the ball in a tackle zone, dodges away, goes for it to make some space, makes it, goes for it again to make some space, makes it. He's got sprint. He can go for it three times. He's fucking Griff Oberwald. Why wouldn't he? Goes to sprint or go for it the third time. Anything rolls a one. Away. Yeah, he's got sure feet, so he gets to re-roll. So Damien's like, "It's cool." Re-rolls, rolls a one, falls over. I'm like, "Well, he's not gonna die, is he?" Roll his armor, it breaks. Roll the injury, he's gone. So in the second turn of the game against fucking halflings, the star human player that costs like 340k or 320k is gone. And I was on tilt more than he was because I'm like, what the fuck? I had plans. Like, I needed to deal with this. And now it's just all wide open. So the halflings ended up thumping the shit out of the humans. (laughs) Three nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That is so weird. It was amazing. Um, Yeah. That was was probably my favorite die roll. And Damien was, he was such a champ because he got his ass beat so hard the previous two games. And he was just taking it on the chin. Like... He's he's a good sport. I like playing against Damien. I played against him at Powtown. It was a good time. So yeah, yeah. And then uh, I got to play against like a team that I've never seen before, the Chaos Pact. Yeah. So there was an ogre, a troll, and a minotaur on the start on the oh, line of scrimmage oh, that I had crap. to deal with. Did he have the orc and the elf? Uh, yeah, yeah. He had the orc and the elf, and like a skaven. Like he had like a mixed bag of everything. And fortunately for me, the troll was very dumb that game. <laughs> He rolled a lot of ones, <laughs> a lot. So, yeah. oh, that's good. He still beat me one nothing, but all my games this time around for the second Blood Bowl event that I played in were a lot closer than like blowouts. Well, I shouldn't say that. Lair stopped me pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the first game at five nothing. So, but you didn't just have to resort to just murdering everything in sight. Fuck the he scoring. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I I didn't go that route, so I couldn't. I this time around for some reason, so my dice just wouldn't. I could crack armor, but then I couldn't hurt him at all. So. Yeah, could not kill Skaven that first game, but uh, no, I had a fantastic time. 
It was good. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a weird weekend for me when it's like, all right, I'm taking my halflings. Let's see what else shows up. There's like th- four halflings or four static teams total. And I look at the players that showed up, six fucking dwarves. I'm like, okay, all I got to do is only six dwarves, 28 players. I can dodge these assholes. Round one, dwarves. Fuck. <laughs> at one point, uh, at the end of the game, I had all of my models were either dead. Most of them were dead. A few were KO'd. And I had three left, one tree and two halflings. And he was kicking to me, and I was down by one. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Because one halfling gets the ball, hands it off to the other halfling. Then the tree throws the halfling. Halfling that was a runs. weird noise. It was a burp. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm classy. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> then the halfling would be able to, like, land, because, you know, I can totally do this with the rerolls. It's totally cool. And running for the touchdown and avoiding any tackle zones. Whatever. It'd be fun. Rolls the kickoff f- chart. Uh, throw a rock. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> this could go sideways. Uh, turns out he's throwing a rock at one of my guys. Turns out that rock hits a halfling. Turns out that halfling dies. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? <laughs> There's nothing I can do anymore. <laughs> it's like, all but pitch cleared. Ended up losing one nothing against the dwarves, and he ended up inflicting eight casualties to me that game. Holy oh. shit. Yeah. 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 That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get to play any stunty players, hence why my num- my uh, killing numbers were a little bit low this time around. Unfortunately. It happens. It does, yeah. So, Mike, what's your take-home from your first Blood Bowl event? Uh, I don't know. What it's, 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 it is a lot of fun. Um, you can't take it too seriously, because it's going to go up and down or sideways. But, I mean, it is a lot of fun, and it's a lot more... You have to put a lot more thought into it than people think. It's it's a lot more complicated to master than it is to learn how to play. I think you do have to be able to... From my whopping experience of, like, five games ever playing this game... Yeah. One of which was two weeks ago. It's true. Um, it does seem like one of the games that you do, just because of the nature of the board and the squares and all the rest of it, you do have to plan your moves and your formations a lot further in advance than you do for... Some of the games have a lot more fluid movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you definitely do have to be thinking, like a chess player, right? Be thinking multiple moves in advance, which for a new player is just kind of like, I'm over here, I know where I need to go, which is over there, but fucked if I know what to do. So, yeah, it's, it is definitely tricky. Yeah, well, um, final results, I had the best stunty record. Which is pretty awesome. Nice. Um, but thanks to um, Highlander rules, you can only get one award. And ended up getting best painted with the halflings. So I got to shelf them forever now because that's two tournaments in a row. So it's like, well, all right, they're done. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, but that was really cool. Um, I still love that team and love the way they look. So super proud of them. Um, did you guys? No. Barry got most touchdowns again. Yeah, he's uh, got to stop playing teams that are good. He just needs to grab something shitty. He had seven <laughs> touchdowns in his first game. Yeah. What? Ridiculous. <laughs> what the hell was he playing? Skaven. Okay, I guess. If, yeah, some of the faster teams can pull off some pretty crazy shit very quickly, but seven is pretty nuts. In yeah. 16 turns, I should add. Yeah. The reason he got seven, he had three blitzes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. So, so the kickoff table was very much in his favor. Yeah, and it was against Mike Frank, uh, who was his first Blood Bowl tournament ever. Uh, you guys might remember him from way back when. He always played fantasy. 
Um, he always would give his wizard a ham sandwich in order to cast better spells, but it never worked, and he would usually die in the first two turns. I do not recall this. It was back when I was playing my Savage Orcs all the time. He was always playing his Empire Army, and we always laughed about meeting on the bottom table, but if one of us... We've never played a game before, but if one of us would do poorly, the other one would like win a couple games, and we'd never, ever meet up in the middle somewhere. So... It was cool to see him out after a while because he's mostly. I think he was playing like Infinity and Malifaux and stuff for a while. Yeah, he's, par- yeah, he's paring down uh, the systems that he plays and everything like that. And then we had a brand new young. Uh, Judah was 11? 12. 12. Yeah, Judah was 12. I got to play against him and he was a hoot, man. Like, it was really kind of fun because uh, I remember my, like, my first tournament, I think I was like 16 or something. And I got to play against the guys that would be my age now. And they're like, yeah, dude, it's cool. And I was like, yeah, it's so cool. And it was really weird being on the other side of that. Uh, but it was just like, he's a fucking rad dude. Because what he did um, was painted his team the, within the week before. Oh. So anyone that doesn't have painted models, like a 12-year-old <laughs> fucking did it in a week. Yeah. So come on. Like, like his dad plays a lot of Infinity, and he just decided, like, hey, Infinity's too much. I'd like to play Blood Bowl, Dad. And he's like, oh, okay, well, let's see what the community's like. And they came out, and they had an awesome time. And he actually won Best Sport. Yeah. Uh, so they've got an invite to go to Powtown next year, so hopefully they can make it down and uh, play in that. That's yeah, awesome. his dad's the guy that runs Colder Than Carbonite. Matt. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. the thing. But super rad people, good times. Uh, as always, Roy's just like f- make, trying to make us all like super diabetic. Yes, because there was just candy everywhere. Gummy bears, Oreos, donuts. Oh man, I didn't Pop. eat a lot that day. <laughs> no, no kidding. But yeah, it was like he's like, all right, there's only two things of gummy bears in this whole store right now, and I'm playing against Judah at the time, and he puts one of them down beside us, and I was like, oh fuck me. <laughs> of course, I'm eating gummy bears. I have no self control. Gummy bears in front of me in Blood Bowl, done. I can't have beer. It's going to be candy. So, <laughs> My favorite promise. part of the tournament is when a host showed up late. <laughs> what? Oh, what? yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the host for the podcast, yeah. not host yes. for the tournament. Yeah. yeah, and remember, boys and girls, I, don't tell Steve. I thought you said hose. Yeah. It's our hose. secret, guys. Hose. When the host it's our little late. secret. Don't tell Steve. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, something that might be relevant to you then, mm-hmm. uh, segueing out of this, is uh, Barry um, is looking at doing a challenge for everyone wanting to get a new Blood Bowl team painted. And the it's a really kind of cool challenge because he's looking at getting some kind of little token or swag. And it's really, if you've already started putting them together but they're not done yet, or if you want to start a brand new team or whatever, you get them done by uh, Winter Madness, which is in November. Mayhem, isn't it? Winter, Winter Mayhem. Mayhem. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's winter may. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I do care. I'm sorry, Larry. Um, no, but if you get them painted up, you get uh, like a little swag thing, and he's talking about maybe like patches or something, which obviously I'm a sucker for. Yep. Uh, and he's also painting up a dark elf team to be raffled off amongst people to get the army done. Oh, interesting. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and Barry's a pretty fucking good painter, yep. so... Like I'd be curious to see what he can do with those sea dragon cloaks, too. Right? That it's gonna be really cool. And I'm I'm gonna be honest, I would I would love to win Barry's painted models. It'd be real nice. So if you want to as well, paint up a team. It's uh I think it's mostly just being ran through the uh Blood Bowl 
uh, Alberta Blood Bowl tournament group on Facebook. Um, It's kind of run through there. There's a page, or there's, like, one kind of outlining um, what it is, and there's another post for photos of, like, your team before you started. Uh, Unfortunately, mine is all still in the box. So Which team are you painting up? Goblins. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of on a green skin kick. I can no, tell. No. So, you. going back to my roots. I'm are shocked you, by this. Are you going to reverse the color scheme to go with your orcs so that way you can mix and match if need be? I don't know. I might. Okay. I might not. Cool story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I gotta. The thing for me in Blood Bowl teams is that I, I try to figure out like what the most fitting pun is for an NFL team name that would then kind of match with the fluff of the race. And kind of go from there. And then base your color scheme off that. Yeah. So goblins, is there anything really? The uh, Green Bay goblins? No, I've already got the Green Bay Packers for my what else. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, can't, you can't double up on the Can't team. do Green Bay, I can't do the Broncos, and I can't do the Vikings. Mm. Mm. You could do something with like the uh, LA Raiders. I don't know. Do something with. Oh, yeah, they are LA now, aren't they? Well, the Orkland Raiders were one of the old starter set gangs, weren't they? Yeah, yeah but they're actually, not in Oakland anymore. They're not in LA. The that's Orkland true. Raiders. That's re- that's absurd. I like it. It's amazing. <laughs> you know you love it. They changed like one sound yeah. in the word. Yeah, it was pretty perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think because like the goblins kind of fit in with pirate theme a little bit. I don't, I don't know why, but they they're they're guns. They're looty. They're, they're like, stealing. Yeah, they look a little piratey. Uh, Maybe into like Raiders. the Seahawks or something could be kind of fun. I don't know. The Hawks seem too serious. You might have to have your best players hold out before the tournament starts and then not show up to play as the Seahawks. Yeah. Yes, I think I think the Seahawks that's basically would be good for an elf happen. team. Well, and really, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Elf team. Yeah, Seahawks, high yeah. elves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the high elf Seahawks. Fox, that'll be cool. Yeah. No, we'll be like Lauren, the Seahawks, like the Lauren Seahawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Done. It even seems right. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have to put my... my or do you mean Lothurn? Th- Lothurn, yeah, yeah, sorry. Lauren. Lauren. Apple Lauren was yeah. in the uh, forest, wasn't it? That's Will. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Or if your name is Lauren, Lauren Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She has some amazing Seahawks. Um, what? I don't know why. I <laughs> yeah, it was wasn't weird. that funny. It right? was not funny, dude. I'm getting punchy too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll figure out the theme for that. Uh, Mike, do you, are you planning on getting in on this? Oh, yeah, I'm going to do... I'm going to handicap myself and do three teams, though. Jesus. <laughs> Admittedly, it's three teams that already started. Uh, one? I love fuck, this. That's fuck easy. you guys, I'm doing three. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is the brute squad. Yeah. Well, one other guy is doing three as well, so... Mike, you have uh, to do four. Oh, yeah, you can't. Shut fight. up. Don't help them. <laughs> which which three are you going to do? I'm going to do the humans, my orcs, and the elven union. And now that I have to do a fourth, I guess I'll do the chaos all-star or whatever the chaos, new chaos kit is. Chaos whatever's. The ones, that, the ones that miraculously don't have too many spikes that you have to cut off? Yeah. Yep. The ones that look really nice. That's the one. Hmm. Okay. Wardo? You thinking about getting in on yeah, this? Don't, I, I'm doing four now. You're going to put up and finish your one. But I don't feel don't, like, I don't get feel away, like get if the, I finish the one, because the one is like close to being done. I feel well, then that's just a, finish it. I feel take like it. that's a cop take, take it. For God's Should. sakes, you take got, it. Vegas is fast approaching. See? 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 See's got the judgy look over there already. I know, I know how you paint. 
And if you show up in Vegas with a half-done army, I'm going to be so sad. Well, I'm going to be sad. Exactly. Or you could show up in Vegas with a fully painted Blood Bowl team. And that would make Steve sad, too. Or you could do two bird demons with one stone and then have, like, it's a Zangor team. And then just lie and pretend that that's a team. You could do that. Yeah, honestly, the Blood Bowl guys wouldn't know any better. Yeah, you could. Ju- I could use that as a Beastman team. For sure. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> That would actually be really cool. <laughs> Those models are amazing, it and I think be the Zine Chalks way better. Oh, uh, Seattle Chalks? Mm. You'd have to come up with something better than just Seattle. Yeah. Actually, the, the Beastman models <laughs> Seattle? for Blood Bowl are pretty good, right? They're amazing. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I keep thinking of Beastman models being, like... Bad. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Historically, they have been. Yeah, I forgot that they have new ones for Blood Bowl, so I, I take that back. They actually are nice. But yeah. nonetheless, Zangor's be cool. Down with Zeattle work? If I just. Zeattle is dope, dude. Yeah, the Zeattle Z Hawks, which is Z Z. That would be amazing. Yeah, dude. I'm all in on that. Yeah. That would be so good. That would actually be perfect. And the color scheme of blue and green's not that far off of Zinchi. I could do some like the bright green like feathers or something like that, right? So yeah. Boom. Problem solved. Seattle Zinch Hawks. That's amazing. Zeattle. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, Zinchhawks. Yeah. Seattle Zinchhawks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should you could paint your Skaven. No. <laughs> I would like to. I, I will I will make the uh, caveat that if I can finish the current uh, fifty infantry models, which is the most infantry models I've had on my plate in okay. ages. Ever. Are you eating them? <sighs> yeah. Resin's no. good for you, bro. Uh, Delicious snacky. Guys. Death Course Creek, just got them today. Got thirty of those to do. Uh, which I'm super excited about. So they're not gonna they're gonna eat into my my blood bowl time. <laughs> but if I get them done, I will I will definitely do it my Skaven. I do have a box sitting there ready to go. Mm. All right. Well, I guess I should message Barry then. Dan, totally, totally maybe you still. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, till November. Now, what's a good battle tech team to make blood bowl out of? Ooh, that is Clan Albert. I could do it. <laughs> yes, Clan Albert. I could order chaos to Clan linebackers. Is that actually a, a thing? Yeah, that's a no. mech, the linebacker. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a Clan heavy. That's yeah. not bad. That's not bad. Just what would you use for your real heavies, like your ogres and stuff? Because I don't know what rules you'd use as a stand-in. You know, my my favorite part about this Dan is like honestly, the Blood Bowl community is such that if you wanted to paint up some BattleTech figs. <laughs> And have them like represent represent a, yeah. a Blood Bowl team. No one would bat an eye. Like uh, Dan Martin has a team of robots that he uses, and I've seen guys use like uh, Walmart uh, one dollar prize things of minions on bases for Blood Bowl. You could probably just do like a sweet looking Blood Bowl themed battle tech list, and people would not bat an eye. That would it cost me so much more money than an actual <laughs> Blood Bowl team. But you'd actually Holy paint it. Crap. <laughs> That's what I kind of like about uh, Blood Bowl is the fact that it's more like, a, in some ways, it's almost like a chess set where the pieces are just understood to be what they are. And the community is pretty open. You don't really have WYSIWYG, right? Yeah. Because it's, as long as you can tell. There is no true line of These sight. are my linemen. These are my blitzers. This is my thrower. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's really it. Like, as long as you can differentiate what the positionals are, no one cares. Mm-hmm. So you could do it all with Battletech. Mm-hmm. And now that the new starter set's coming out, you could do it maybe cheaper with Battletech. No, I don't think that would work, because that's eight different models. Yeah, so you just got to buy, like, eight of them. Oh. 
Eight starters. That's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're only 60 American each. That sounds reasonable. It sounds like something you do. When, is, it, when is this new starter coming out? Soon. Um, I think there's... No, they, they had pre- like early release copies at Gen Con, but I think they're saying three months-ish to get it to the warehouse. And then into distribution... And then into stores. So it's probably like November. Christmas. Here, I'll, make a, Christmas? I'll make a ridiculous statement. If you do a team of uh, Battletech uh, Blood Bowl, I'll do a team of Adeptus, Mechan- or Adeptus Titanicus Blood Bowl. Oh, Lord God. <laughs> oh, God. A team of Warlord Titans. No. Warlord Titans. They're way too big, but I would definitely do the, little, the actual knights because they would work perfect because they're be all so the right cute. size. Yeah. yeah. And they're actually, yeah, I think they might... I don't know if they're on 32s or 40 mil bases, but yeah, either way, they're pretty fucking close. Yeah. Yeah. They look like if that's a, if that's a 40 mil, they'd probably fit on a 32. I think I think they are a 32. Although putting them on different size bases would be a terrible plan because the blast templates are a thing in that game. No, you're just using them for Blood Bowl at that point. No, that sounds stupid. <laughs> that's <just> a really <laughs> bad idea. Oh my god. Um, but if there was a gun to my head, I might try to get my hands on I totally the heard. old Lizardmen team with the metal ones, because I like that old style like Temple Guard with like the Triceratops yeah. hat. Those they have great. one at Redclaw. Triceratops. Yeah. I thought you said if there was a Gundam. And I was like, you're doing a Gundam team? If what the was, hell? If there was a Gundam to my head. <laughs> that's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah, that'd be weird. You do know how I feel about robots. Yeah, I hear you. I like robots. Big fan of robots. Yeah, no. So, anyways, if you want any more information, the Alberta Blood Bowl um, tournament page on Facebook has more info. Uh, all you have to do to get involved is send Barry a message saying, hey, I want to be involved, and then paint some <laughs> fucking models. It's super easy. Can you repeat that again? I didn't catch it. Yeah, so you need to send Barry a message or just reply to one of the threads on Facebook saying, hey, Barry, I'm in. Send him a photo of where your models are at now, and then you're in. Cool. That sounds pretty hard. It's super hard. Yeah, it's um, in the, like you said, the Alberta Blood Bowl tournament scene. Uh, there's some files in there with the information. Uh, lots of people are posting in there. Um, yeah, check it out, follow it. And it's really growing quick. Cool. Like, a lot of people are getting active and involved. There's one other component to this whole thing that I totally forgot to mention, <clears throat> and that is that Barry wants this to be an opportunity for people who are either newer to painting or less comfortable with it can actually are encouraged to utilize the people in their local communities to kind of learn from and kind of like co- basically coaching uh, for painting. So there's uh, yeah, Josh Gatner in Lethbridge, uh, Dallas in Calgary, uh, Barry or myself are already signed on. I imagine most people at this table would be pretty okay with if people have any questions for painting models. Feel I've never painted them. a football. I have no idea where to start. Brown. Brown. I wouldn't even know. Yeah, now, now you do. It seems yeah. kind of orange. Are you sure? That's why you know what? With the brown. Fun fact. You could paint a football orange if you wanted. Wow. It's a fucking football. Yeah. Maybe it's a Nerf ball. Unless that football is a sausage. Or, what if it's a squig? Or a piece of warpstone. What or if it's orange warpstone? How do we know it's all green? It could be an orange warpstone. Warpstone's always green. What are yeah. you doing? It's like kryptonite. Different colors. No, that's not true. Warpstone's always green. It's always green. I know my skaven. So far. <laughs> so far. So far. <laughs> You're right. It is Age of Sigmar. Who knows what the fuck they're going to do? Can you imagine if they just actually, that was the trope for the new Skaven in AOS? It was like, orange these guys' stone. Warpstone is orange, and therefore they do this. I would these be, guys' Warpstone is blue. <laughs> so <laughs> therefore... Stop it. Just just stop. Games Workshop, we've solved Skaven. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh my god, so much Musk of Fear. Um, wow. 
Anyways, get involved. It'll be really cool. Uh, Barry's going to be painting up a team to give away. And uh, I'm really curious to see what he's going to do with them. Because when Barry finishes models, they look amazing. That is true. So... Uh, okay, let's move on to the thing that I guess the rest of you guys probably want to talk about, which is expensive. Uh-huh. Shut up and take all of our money yet again. No, not all of it. Oh, wait, you don't. Did I make it yeah, here for the right part? It's the yeah, tight pants mechanicus time. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like that name as a side. Tight pants <laughs> Titanicus? <laughs> tight pants mechanicus. Wouldn't it be Titanicus? Tight my pants. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many options. So basically, Ward's got an erection, and you guys are all going to be dropping so much money on models. Well, that's kind of the problem, mm-hmm. is I would like to, but I'm not sure I will. Because oh, it is won't. a lot of money. You won't. I hard up cannot. Like, there's no way I can justify dropping that money on this game. Okay, so in case anybody didn't catch the innuendo, it is uh, Adeptus Titanicus, and they finally released all the prices this last weekend because it's going up for pre-order. Um... And yeah, the Grandmaster, the, the big thing that I think we probably all want to talk about, and we kind of mentioned in the uh, podcast before, but if you basically want to get... Even this one. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. good. Uh, if you want to um, pick up everything, sort of get like the actual starter set, you have to pick up the Grandmaster edition, is kind of my understanding. Yep. That gives you like the two sides to fight with or whatever, and that's 350 Canadian. I think that's what it's sitting yeah. right Yeah, now. I think they're 175 pounds, and the pounded dollar is usually double. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Those World War Titans are 65 pounds or 130 Canadian each if you buy them separately. Their rulebook is 70 bucks. I don't even know what the knights are. Plus all the dice, yeah. the accessories, the scenery. Well, you get that's that as a pack That's an insanely expensive game. You can get the accessories in a pack with the rules, I think, for around 70 bucks. What, what prices do you want to know? The rule set is going to be 70 The Warlord's going to be 130 The Imperial Knights is going to be 40 uh, How many are in the Imperial Knights box? Three. There you go. Perfect. Uh, the you can buy the uh, terrain uh, single box for fifty. You can buy a sector. How many buildings are in the terrain? One. Well, it's all modular, so you, it depends how you build yeah, it. Right? Yeah, build but it's it, like so. basically like imagine if you were with any of the uh, old school GW terrain. It's kind of packaged the same where yeah. it's like one building. It's like a, yeah, the uh, in the forty fifty dollar one, yeah. and then they have the hundred and twenty dollar set. I think it is uh, one hundred and fifty for the sector. Uh, and then Titanicus Grandmaster oh. Edition is three fifty uh, for the initial run, and it says that it will be a reprint available early next year too if they sell out. So only six months to wait if you miss out on the first wave. And they're only doing a thousand of the Grandmaster. Yeah, yeah. globally. Uh, which I mean, luckily it's so expensive that yeah, not everybody kinda, is going to buy like multiple copies each. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is uh, you might have a, a the, the good old. Price to demand ratio could be. Yeah, it's in in some ways they'll sell all thousand without. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll just saying it might not sell out in thirty five seconds. You might have a few hours. Yeah, I was just gonna say like so many of their other uh, limited release sets. um, Like basically, they go on the website. The website either crashes or they sell out in like five minutes. Yeah. This one, due to the cost, it might not be quite so bad. But basically, one of the uh, Roy, one of the independent retailers in town. Uh, he has my name down for one, and basically, if he doesn't get it in, I probably just won't play the game. Because if I can't get the bundle, buying all that stuff separately is just way too much money. Yeah, or we wait till the next reprint. I, 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 honest to God, very surprised that they're uh, that they're doing the limited thousand uh, copies. Yeah, because that was weird. I was very surprised with that too. Like they, 
they in theory did that with uh, Betrayal at Kalth and Burning of Prospero, but they were still re- I think after the first one, I think they restocked after a couple of months. And it also wasn't limited to a thousand. Yeah, they like, sold. They probably had more ten or twenty thousand of those fuckers globally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not be surprised if they sold like an order of magnitude more than they will for the Titanicus. And granted, they cost half as much money. Yeah, but, but they also felt like they had more stuff. I think everybody here bought one of those. Yeah, several. <laughs> yeah, like, and it wasn't yeah, a really problem. Yeah, I, this is going to be this is going to be interesting. I want to see. And the thing is, you don't actually get that many models with it, too. Like eight. That's the thing that's crazy, and I get that you get a, a warlord titan that's the size two of warlord it. Two, warlord two warlord titans. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I misspoke. I think the, it's I think it's two warlord titans, six knights, uh, a sector for terrain. The warlord titans are as big as like the uh, knights. The, right. Yeah, the forty k knights. So. Yeah, but like I'm looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, they're pricing people out. It's like imagine if you will, there was a 40k starter set and it was orcs and space marines, yeah. and instead of having like having it be 150 to 180 bucks and having like a decent starter army that's around 500 points each, maybe a little bit more because I think it's closer to like seven or eight these days. Um, you had uh, an imperial knight and a uh, stampa, yep, and like. Ten guardsmen and ten boys. Yeah, or whatever. (laughs) And you're like, and that's going to cost $300. Have fun getting into this game. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I do actually think that's one of the things they screwed up on is the scale. I actually think the scale is too big. I think think there's a decent argument for the scale, simply in that if they do do expand it to be like a full-on epic range eventually and have standard 40k size infantry and tanks... The six mil is a little bit too small to really enjoy painting the infantry. Yeah. Whereas eight mil, I mean, it doesn't sound like a big difference, yeah. but that's actually st- like percentage wise. Be- because that's a, ga- a big difference at games days. At games days, they would always do like the extra large version of a lot of those game systems. So they would have like the actual like knight kits representing the knights, and then they would like do like a cardboard yeah. version of like. A bigger Titan or whatever, yeah, right. So, and those were like huge hits at Games Days. They did uh, that for, for people- BattleTech at Gen Con this year. Ah, like twelve-inch BattleTech models. Yeah, for That's checking out and everything, right? So it draws interest and everything. So having the models a little bit bigger, I get it. That's going to be more. I totally understand that, and I get the argument for the infantry side of things. Like Drop Zone Commander infantry is a little better than the Warmaster stuff. Um, that not means- a little bit. For the scale, it's a lot better. But for the scale, I really still don't give a shit. Just straight up, it's not a model that you can put the time into. That's going to be like a competition piece or something that you really can lavish detail on. I just, I don't know. You know what? I don't agree with that. Uh, The knights are about the size of a space marine. You can do a lot with. I'm talking about infantry. Oh, infantry! If they do epic, but yeah, that is even they're even they're saying if that happens, that's a long. Ways yeah. away, like years and years. Yeah, but like I think they're almost setting themselves up for failure because Games Workshop every once in a while does this thing where they're like, "Okay, we're gonna see how this initial release sells, and we're gonna gauge the entire future of this game on this one thing, and then give it like a shitty start." And they're like, "Oh, no one wanted this. Why would we ever go further yeah. into this when all you had to do was give us the three knights, a couple warhounds, maybe two reavers, like enough where you can get the shit that doesn't have to be the size of a fucking imperial knight." So people could play the game for 100 to 150 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would have been, if you would have scaled the Warlord Titan down by half, I actually think that would have been better. Or just don't give us the fucking Warlord, Warlord Titan in this box. Yeah, they could have just put yeah. a Reaver and a couple of Warhounds in there or something like that, right? 
instead of going with... Where I know the argument was, to an extent, they, they said they wanted to have the biggest and the smallest models in the range in the starter set to show off the scale, and then complete the range with the medium-sized ones later. But yeah, you could have very easily had two Reavers, um, you know, two sets of Warhounds in there, and probably knocked 100 bucks off that cost real damn quick. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is you look at it and you're like, okay, so you give us the biggest and the smallest. No other release is going to be exciting now. Because when they release the Warhound, you're going to be like, yeah, all right. When they release the Reaver, you're like, yeah, all right. Like, honestly, they've already, they've blown their fucking load so quick with well, this How game. did I know that was the phrase you were going to use? <laughs> you're right, though. We come back to a starter set for all the games. You don't start out with, like, throwing a Land Raider in the starter set and five Marines. Could you imagine if it was, like... It's a boring game. Primaris Marines versus Mortarian? Yeah, like, it's a stupid game. Like, if you, if you were to do this, I think, properly, you'd want to go with, like... Gain six of the the knights or whatever, maybe uh, two warhounds and a reaver. Like that would make more sense because then you don't have just the ridiculousness of the beginning. Like those forces. Also, like I can't imagine those knights are going to be that useful in that game. Like those warlords are just going to dominate those games. Well, apparently, like there's more. The knights are good for like objective taking and stuff. So they're like grots. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, because like, and they're about the size of a grot listen, too. Listen. Robotic grots. I get it, but it's just like those. The knights and the fluff are supposed to be the most inc- like badass, like gallant combatants that like occasionally take down like warhounds and reavers when there's like three of them. So turning them to complete chaff units is a little weird. Is a little weird, especially like I get it against a war- uh, warlord. That makes sense. Yeah, they're they're probably outmatched. They're guaranteed outmatched. Yeah, but that's just it's ridiculous. They're basically objective tokens. Yeah, I, at this point, which I think is stupid. Anyways. Yeah, whereas you could yeah, have made you know it what? interesting. To be fair, you don't know enough about the rules yet. Yeah. No, nope, you're right. That kind and of and man card that's a little jumpy. Since you know. you're not buying the starter set, your opinion doesn't really count. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> it counts more because we're not buying the starter set. No. Cognitive dissonance is the you, thing. You, you can make uh, <laughs> assumptions, but you really can't judge it until you've played the game. You know what? Fuck that. $350? I'm Listen, judging the fuck out of that set. Give, give yeah, but Mike, you don't have to do that. Give Mike two weeks. I'll have it all painted. You just play. have to find a friend who has all the shit already, and then you play with yeah, there might, Which there might yeah. be three of us. Yeah. So, uh, like I said... So Mike's will be painted, Wards will be clean, okay. and Dan's will be in a box and looking cool. Correct. So, so how about that, di- Different yeah. stages. Different stages. So one of the other things that was interesting is... Uh, Somebody I know was down at Gen Con this weekend, and they had all the Adeptus Titanicus stuff in a case. Did any get stolen this time? I, I don't know about that, but nobody could play the game. They weren't doing any demo games. Maybe that's why they didn't demo anything if stuff got stolen last time. Because yeah. was it... I'm trying to remember now. There was there was an event a couple of weeks ago, and I think it might have been... It was in England. Uh, yeah, was it... Didn't one of the Titans get stolen from one of the One of the knights. Yeah, one, oh, of, the one knights of the knights. Okay. Not, not the warlord. It was one of the I guess, knights. That's a I guess one, the warlord's uh, a little <clears throat> bit tougher to smuggle. Just, like, just putting it under your shirt. Just, like... Suitcase that out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I was kind of interested. If that's the case, why they didn't do any of the demo games? Because it seems a little weird to me that they... For a game like this at Gen Con, they weren't doing demos. That seems strange. I don't know if there's... They didn't have the staff, or they worry about stuff going missing, or whatever. But it was also a little bit of a red flag. Or they just wanted to have the exclusive scoop for the Warhammer community website this week, because that's what they're doing. Okay. The, yeah. As they go through the week, they're going to be doing, um, like they do towards a lot of the big pre-order launches. Yeah. They're going to have articles every day. Um, so they've already talked a bit about, um, and I'm sure there will be plenty more articles by the time this gets posted, but um, they have given some insight to the rules and how they work, and mm-hmm. there's, there's video a reports in, in the White Dwarf too. 
Yeah. And there's uh, videos on mm-hmm. YouTube where they talk about some of the design design aesthetics and the special order system is basically like um, out of Battlefleet Gothic. Um, the armor penetration system is basically out of like third through seventh edition 40k. Like they've kind of piecemealed together a lot of like cherry picked I guess a lot of rules from various other systems that we'd be familiar with. Interesting. And so they they've definitely started to put a lot of those mechanics out there. I do like and the idea three of the ways to play. Which I do like. I'll give them that. Like, they they're seem to be approaching how we use their toys in a very consistent method these days, which is really nice. Because they know that if it's a paperweight system, then it's not going to... You're not going to be buying multiples of kits and entire armies if you can't do anything with them, realistically. Yeah. So they're definitely... Um, like, uh, Gang War 4 for Necromunda as well has one of the sections in the indexes on tournament play. So they're definitely... Turning that attention to some of the other systems as well that didn't have that design um, ethos from the beginning. So I think it's definitely a good. Uh, I like the idea of the special the order system, and I, 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 I'm actually a big fan of that. And the, I don't know if anybody saw the order card or like the cockpit yep. card I'm thing. Yeah, that and it's alternating cool. activations as well, which makes sense when you have fewer models like that. I think that works better because alpha striking. I think in a aged. game of Warlord Titans is a real possibility. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you would not want to go second necessarily, but alternating activations will help a lot. And different houses are going to have different rules as well. Once yeah, get chapter releases. tactics more or less. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, although, okay, so I'm griping a lot because of the price tag and because I feel like it it's kind of missing the mark for it. Like, and, and admittedly, they're not for billing salary it. Man? But they're also not billing <laughs> it as a starter set, which is, I think, one of the interesting pieces. Like, it's... It's this Grandmaster yep. Edition. It's not a starter set for the game. True. You so can maybe just buy the, you can just buy the pack with the rules and some of the accessories. Well, I actually think you it would can. be. A I thought you could. You can. That's what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think it would actually be a better way to get into the game is not pick, uh, pick up the Warlord Titan right off the bat. Like pick up the knights, paint them up, learn the game. But it's a really good. Deal. I know. Right. Like yeah. you get two two knights, and the rules basically is your starter set. I'm also kind of surprised that it actually wasn't more expensive because it, uh, I thought it was going to be 400. An Imperial Knight kit alone is 180. It, it is great value. The fact that it's $50 cheaper than a than a knight is actually kind of surprising. And it has two missile hats. Yeah. Well, I guess they're shoulder hats. I don't know what you call And it, it is cheaper than an actual Warlord Titan for 40k's head alone. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be honest with you guys. If there was, like, next week, they're like, oh, and by the way, psych, here's Stompas and Gargants. I'd be like, fuck you, I gotta buy it! <laughs> <laughs> like, the only thing yeah, that's keeping you. me out of this game right now is the fact that it's just Imperials. Yeah, I'd, I'd like uh, one of the Titans. Oh. It's another one of those things where it's, a, like, a, I'd be, it'd be mostly for painting it oh, up. I don't Eld- think I really want to do Eldar that. Eldar Titans? Like a phantom, or yeah, oh my god, a phantom would be so fucking cool. I definitely think they're going to be doing that stuff eventually, but the box set is set in the Horus Heresy, yeah, where the aliens are basically still all dead. There's not a lot of them left. There's so the Imperium falls apart that they sort of get their second wind. A phantom titan shoots one of the Primarchs in one of the Horus Heresy books. It just about kills him. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. And he kills it single handedly. I remember, I think it was a Warhound shoots, like, uh, Angron and Lorgar, and then bad things happen. No, I'm pretty sure it might be Magnus. Magnus, Magnus. 
Magnus did fight. There were some like giant wraith constructs in one of those books that I barely remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Magnus that nearly kills a phantom, or does kill a phantom. Yeah, it's possible. So, like, I guess ultimately, I think that they're they're taking a gamble on targeting exclusively an already invested audience. And it's something that they've seemingly been moving away from with all their starter sets for the last little while. Because yeah, we, we can talk about value or whatever else, but like this, this is not a game that everyone's going to get. It's not a game that everyone can afford. And it's definitely not going to be a starter game because I imagine those uh, um, Warlord Titans are not beginner model kits. No. I can't imagine them they being come, anything less than a knight. Any kits that come pre-slotted for magnets are not for beginners. Wait, they do? Yeah. They have mm. pre-drilled magnet holes in all the areas that should be articulated. Oh, really? Yeah, they're pre they're pre-sunk for magnets. So they are. <laughs> so I'm I'm just worried that like I was looking at this release as like yeah it's it's heresy but maybe this is how we get back into epic, which is where I really want to see 40k go. I think that would be at least two years away. 40k go. You want it like. Aethed, you'd rather have uh, Adeptus Titanicus than Aethed? Like, that scale? I, I would, the way that people play 40k these days, I think would make more sense I at that scale than it does currently. Because you could get into 40, you could, if the game would be the same, but all of a sudden it'd be half the price, half the hobby investment time, and you could transport it easier, saying. and it would just be... I see what you're saying. So you take, like, a 40k army with, like, three knights, some space marines, uh, and then just throw in a Warhound Titan kind of thing, and be like, here's my army. That kind of idea? Yeah. Gotcha, okay. You know? But that uh, wouldn't be $1,200 with the models. That would be like 300 Yeah. But it, you know that that's not how that's going to work. It's going to be, I need three Warlord Titans. And it's just going to yeah. be exactly the same as 40K, except instead of Space Marines, it's Knights. And instead of Knights, yeah. it's Warlords. But they're also, I feel like they're setting themselves up for failure a little bit. Like, maybe that's why they created the 1,000. So they're like, we're going to sell them all. And we're going to sell them all in like an hour. Because they will. Because a thousand worldwide, like fuck, there's three people oh. out of five in this room that want to buy it right now. Yeah. I f- I feel that it's it's going to sell out. I think their their success is going to be uh, good on this initial release. But how does it continue, right? So like, are they going to be up to date on new kits, new interests, new traits, new tactics? Well, whatever the case may be, right? They're doing one box a month for expansions for. Like the the Reavers and the Warlords and the Warhounds and, and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like they're going to be doing similar to what they've done with like um, the Blood Bowl and Necromunda and whatnot. They're going to have those smaller, like whether it's quarterly or whatever, they're going to have those little updates as well for like new additions, new units, um, again, new um, legions for the different uh, chapter tactic type rules. Yeah. So they're going to be expanding the rule set on a regular basis at least for the next like six to 12 months. But yeah, we don't know what the long-term plans are, that's for sure. Yeah, so I mean, if if the initial wave goes good and then they re-release it and there's still a, a lot of interest, I feel that it will be uh, a solid release for sure. Mm-hmm. Time's going to tell, right? So, And I mean, the specialist games are coming out in full force right now, yep. so I can only imagine Battlefield Gothic coming out yep. soon, next year. Which... Uh, Maybe. Nobody next know. year. I don't know. It's going to be like another six weeks, and then boom, Gothic. Like, fuck! Well, yeah. they generally come out with a specialist game every November, don't they? Yeah, probably it, a year. Ugh. I would imagine it's here. You yeah, had so, to say it, didn't you, Tom? Just had to, just, so the, the thing, though, that's kind of... I actually think they should have done Gothic first. 
I think Gothic doesn't doesn't take away from their current 40k audience. I think it's a case of they're dividing their but own audience. I, I don't know about that because I mean the intro, the the release of Knights in 40k has yep. gotten a lot of people excited. Like how many Knights do you own? Three, but that's because they're good. <laughs> I right? don't want to. Right, you're looking tactically, like just as somebody collecting, like, hey, this is an awesome like model kit. Look at Phil for an example. How many knights did he have? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hasn't he painted like thirty? Exactly. Like yeah. he's painted tons. No, of don't knights. get me wrong. But my my point is, is if this takes people out of forty k, they just swap out people buying knights for another kit. Now they have to manufacture two different kits, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it's a bit of a it, it's it's dividing up their current business model for forty k players. Whereas like Gothic doesn't really take those people away. Like, it's a very different game, if you know what I mean, and, like, still brings back a lot of that nostalgia. It's, it's like the Blood Bowl releases compared to 40K, it's right? It's not going like to take... Blood Bowl's not going to take away AOS. It's not going to take away 40K. Right? No, it's, yeah. its own It's its own sort of uh, yeah, It's a complete thing. tangent. And I don't want to put this directly on par with, like, 28 mil dystopian, but, like, it's got a hint of that. Yep. Of, like, yeah, there is another game in that same setting in a different scale already... Um, most of these kits are available for it, even if they are prohibitively expensive. But this isn't exactly cheap either. Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to love it, and I really hope that. Yeah, me too. I really hope that it is actually super badass. And six months from now, I'm like, well, I just dropped four hundred bucks on Titanicus because that means it's good. Yeah. Um, I, I, again, I'm excited about the order system, but there's things that, there's for everything that they do well with this release, or they talk about doing well. Again, not having played the game. There's one piece where I'm just like, that kind of detracts from it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing that's just, like, constantly good. Like, again, the armor penetration system. Like, that kind of sucked. <laughs> although it does make more sense in that scale of a game. Yeah. Um, although, I gotta say, if nothing else, this is the first release they've had in two years where we're even kind of, like, remotely that divided. Yeah, I still really want to play it. Don't get me wrong. Right? It looks fucking cool. Yeah. The terrain looks cool. I want that terrain for drop zone. Yeah. I want the So not- it's not that you don't both like it. It's just that you don't want to spend any more money. Well, it's honestly, I feel that it's presented in a way that makes it less accessible. Yeah, and the way and the way that you basically have to pre-order it sight unseen and commit a large amount of money, or you're probably not going to get it for six months. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a kick in the pants. Yeah. yeah, I wish they had. I, basically, my only gripe with this is I wish they had done a starter set. For, yeah. I mean, the limited me, release I'll, factor is maddening. See, on the on the flip side, like with the pictures and the the announcements, like hey, it's coming out, coming out. Like a lot of people knew that it would be like a fall, most likely a fall release. Yeah, but not I, two weeks after Kill Team. I was prepared. <laughs> well, I didn't buy. I didn't invest in Kill Team. This, yeah. this but again, this Kill is, Team, you just got to buy a book. Split. But your hat is the same color scheme as Kill Team. So what were you thinking? What was I thinking? Again, with Kill Team, though, anybody that has a 40k army has a Kill Team. Yeah, but they then released an amazing terrain kit as well. Yeah, that's fine. That You can use that in 40k. I think Kill Team makes a lot of sense. Okay. Like, people are buying that. Tom, how much have you spent on Kill Team in the last two, three weeks? 200 bucks. Okay. So you're still way cheaper than Titanicus. And you've got something for two games. Well, technically, I have three, cr- three teams. Yeah. Um, enough terrain to play, plus extra terrain... That, again, you can use in 40K as well. And if I wanted to drop, let's say, for the cost of Titanicus, um, I let's just say I could get the starter set, yep. the second terrain, like the sector pack with the yep. Mechanicus terrain and the second board, and I could probably get two of the, um, the team boxes. Yep. Like, so you got four gangs, yep. two different tables worth of terrain, plus the extra terrain from those gang boxes... 
See, for me, I I saw the box set for Titanicus, and I was just like, okay, awesome. I know that I will start saving for that. So I am prepared to drop the big chunk of change down and for because me, I'm excited. And for me, it actually helps that Battletech is a long-running clusterfuck. And these models that were supposed to be out by June for the new starter sets aren't going to be out until it, the earliest, like, November. Yeah. So it's like, hey, I don't have to spend that money. Freeze it up I for something else. I can spend it all on fucking eight Titan models instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it looks really cool. Um, as far as the quality of the release, I don't think I have anything negative to say. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, it's, it's just the cost and limited fa- uh, factor of it. It's the contents and the price of that box. I think, I think a couple of Reavers and Warhounds... Would have been a lot cheaper, would have made more sense. And then, yeah, you can get the chaff guys for tactical purposes. You can get the warlords to, like, completely splooge on. Yeah, that should have been a separate box. Oh, they should probably come with varnish, because there is going to be splooge. Like, they need to have, like, a, like, a, like the sneeze guard at, at Subway. Mm-hmm. They need a splooge guard. Yes, exactly. It's like a little, <laughs> a little like, like a, plexiglass, little angled thing that you can put in front of your army. You mean, like, around the table you play on? Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I really want a warlord model. Just I think so milky, so good. Like that—that's the thing is, I want one of those models. It's just, again, what 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 project do I have to drop? Yeah, it's that. Uh, or what? Which is, which is what we've been complaining about. Thrills. I haven't been complaining com- about it. We've, well, Tom and I have. Is the pace is ridiculous. Well, that I Can't agree. Keep with. up, yeah. That, that I agree with. It has been ridiculous, yeah. but doesn't mean I'm not going to get it. It's not. So. It's a. It's a good problem to have. You know, what would be a way worse thing is if we got one release a year for like a codex a year. That'd be pretty shitty. Question: Do you get overtime? No. <laughs> this this that this was, is, that at was, least your high five was terrible. That was yeah. that, that makes that me feel better. But. Yes, I mean I that's, get that's why we can afford Titanic. I'm in one of those professions where I don't get overtime. No. Yeah, even though I'm not technically a profession, so that's cool. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> well, none of us are really professional. We've been over this. Yeah, Mike, yes, usually, yes. Mike usually laughs when we even suggest it. <laughs> yep. I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyways, yeah. I, w- I would like to pick it up. I'm not going to pre-order it. How many? Let's uh, let's do the puck rating system because without having so played the game, without you can't do. That. I know you can't do that. What Just we should be asking is no uh, emperor no or war master. What emperor or war master? Which one? Why not both? I think I, I feel like I can comfortably rate like the the release. Not the game. Okay. Can we just a second? When you say Emperor or War Master, yeah. there's two different packages? No, no. I'm not. I'm just saying which side would you pick. Are you going to go Loyalist or Traitor? Oh, I see what you mean. Traitor. Okay, I was confused. Get, there's a Grand Master or a War Master Because you get the Imperial Eagle or the Eye of Horus Heraldry in all these sets, right? Yes. Okay, okay, gotcha. It's an easy choice. Horus. Yeah. You guys are dumb. In, for this release, I'm actually probably uh, doing a Horus aligned. Uh, oh, yeah. oh. Legio Audax. One of us. Ward. I'd probably. You know what? I'd probably go evil because good is dumb. <laughs> oh, you're Just the only me. one out by yourself. I can't remember the name of the Legio, but the uh, the Equitos Bellum would be totally what I'd have to paint up. Uh, which would, which is the Mars, um, not Legio Mortis. That's the bad Mars one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the good one. That's the one that See, went that's over the to one that you side. remember. Oh. And that's the one that I think I might do. Either that or what was the Legion from uh, uh, Storm of Iron? I don't know. You're supposed to know these. Is that a book that I've read? Books? 
Yeah. It was the first Iron Warriors book. Was outside it of heresy? No. If it's not a heresy Iron Warriors book, why the fuck would I read it? I don't know. It was, well, characters from the heresy are in it. That's true. Because they explain the whole Hansu thing. In, yeah. uh, Spoilers. You know, you know what? I read that book, and I stopped at, like, book six. And they're in 51. So yeah, at this true. point... That's 45 <laughs> books ago. It would be like, yo, dudes, Darth <laughs> Vader is Luke's dad. Like, that's... <laughs> like, if you don't know, you probably don't care. Hey, man, it's only been 38 years since Empire Strikes Back came out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big spoiler alert. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We won't talk about Civil War. Or, or no, sorry, Avengers... Three? Infinity. Infinity War. Yeah, we won't talk about that one. Because that is bad spoilers. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I, I feel like I can comfortably... I would rate the models in this release as a fucking five. Oh. But I want to... I, I have a hard time rating the release anything higher than a two or a three for how it's packaged to the, to the consumer. Yeah, I think the bundles are set up c- quite backwards. Really. And the... <laughs> to beat a dead horse... To beat a dead Horus? Yeah, right? <laughs> we don't... They, they should have started smaller and then got bigger to have excitement of, like, you know, four months out, dudes, the warlords are here, and that yeah. would have been this huge thing, and everyone would have been super jazzed. Have lost wow. their fucking minds. I guess, I guess the caveat for that is uh, at some of the weekenders and stuff, or Gen Con, or wherever the hell, people are asking them, you know, Emperor Titan, question mark, and they're like, not right now. But, like, come on. <laughs> like, seriously. So I'm going to play it, like, imagine if you will. This is the this is the thought process. So I get into Drop Zone Commander because it looks really cool, right? And then they release a model that doesn't fit on a 4x4 board to play Drop Zone Commander. Like. Okay, you know, we could also just play this game with, like, Forge World models. Which would be way cooler. On the topic of salary preventing me from doing things. Just saying that we could get the... <laughs> Play 28 mil to Adeptus Titanicus. You could get the same thing as what's in the kit right now. Uh, Forge World co- uh, conveniently has a bundle for 3,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's for one Oh, side. come on. Now that's overpriced. And that's for half the box. That's half that's the box. box. Half the box? <laughs> that comes Not in. including terrain? Because the Warlords? Dude, the Warlords are, what, like 1,800 pounds before uh, arms? That yeah. comes with... Oh, sorry, so this actually would get you better stuff than what's in the box. You get a warlord, two reavers, and two warhounds. Oh, that is way more. That's way three more. grand. Three grand. Oh, but really like five because exchange. And also, but really probably closer to six because exchange. You get, <laughs> you get, uh, you also. It comes with all the. You, you don't have to buy the arms separately. You get all the arms you want for the titan. That actually kind of saves you money, and hopefully shipping is free at that point. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> you've hit the you've hit the minimum price. If you buy like a leg, you get free shipping. It is not hard. Yeah, to you buy the head because you can buy just the head for a warlord, which it flips up and it's got the crew inside. I actually kind of want one. I feel like it'd make a really <laughs> great terrain piece too. I, no, I want one for just like putting it on a plinth and entering that as a competition piece this year. Oh, that'd be cool. Shh, shh, don't tell anyone. It's okay. Nobody yeah, listens to this anyway. Nobody listens to this tour podcast. You're yep. safe. Steve's doing a, 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 a Titan head for a, a painting thing. Yeah, I'm going to bring it down, for, I think, for Vegas. That's what I'll enter. Hmm. That'd be really cool. Yeah. How big is just the head? Like, the size of, like, a like small grapefruit. Like, it's big. Because it's got the the dude that pilots it, the two servitors, and the two gun operators. So there's, like, five crew inside of it, and it opens up. Hmm. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. 
Oh, and guys, don't worry. We, we can't afford... We can't get this anyways. This bundle deal's temporarily out of stock. <laughs> that's, oh. a, that's unfortunate. That, that <laughs> means somebody bought them all. That means more than one person. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have put it out if they only sold one. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty fucking crazy, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah, there's some people How out there... How is that? There's some people out there with money. Like a decent, a decent used car, significantly less. Or a shitty new car. <laughs> well, you get close. Mm, is that a thing? Not in North America. Yeah, I guess you can't get the, like, $9,000 accents anymore, but... No, they do not make those. All right, so yeah, I'm kind of with you guys on that though. The I'm five for the models. Probably, I'm guessing the rules are going to be great. Just eh, I want to start a set. Well, yeah. Like, yep. But Mike will purchase it, and then I won't have to worry. He'll have a starter set. Effectively. <laughs> and he'll paint it all, so I don't have to worry about painting either. And then I'll then I'll probably pick them up and do them in Mars color schemes. Because I'm not going to do Mars. Well, that's fair. That's that's okay. Ember Wolves. I'm going to do them all. What's what's the yellow one? There's the Mortis. Uh, the Death Heads? Yeah, I was just looking at all the different uh yeah. I'll do the Death the Heads, names, so, so I'll have a yellow army done before Wardwell. Ooh, nice. Well done. Yeah, well, Welcome to the club. You guys aren't going to have nearly enough harpoons on your titans, so I got that. I got that aspect covered yeah. with the Emberwolves. Harpoons, man. Uh, Fucking harpoons. Do, don't know. Uh, Ursus Claws. Legio Furion? Fury. Oh, maybe that's it. Then. Maybe that's the yeah. one. Or the Tiger Eyes, our traitor legion. T- maybe it was the Tiger Eyes. One of the so two. The it's, Furians, it's the same like one. the Riddick oh, army? Just a different name, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's him. The Furians, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Can you give them the, all a chromium shine the, job or whatever the, necro- in their eyes? the Necromonger is uh, scared of them. Nice. Necromongers. Rightly so. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Also, shooting his dog is a bad choice. Yeah. Don't do that either. I feel like if you shoot anyone's dog in movies, you're going to get dead. Especially if it's Vin Diesel. Mm, <laughs> Vin Diesel or John Wick. True. Uh, it just does not go well. It does not. Legio Ignatum is the ones from Storm of Iron that work with the Iron Warriors. Okay, so I, that's I'd what doing, I would do. Okay, you're doing that one? I'd be doing Legio Tempestus. I've been looking for this like the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Mine took me three seconds, yo. I had, the, to, I had to look through the Legio Mortis and then their history. They're not even buying it, huh? I know. No, I'm not oh. buying it yet. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't get me wrong, If especially if this is, like, starts building up more into, like, a rule set. Because I think it would be really neat if the rule set eventually gets to the point where, okay, we have these Warlord Titans, we have this other shit, we don't have to use that, and you can start having the Knights and the Warhounds and the Reavers start being, like, cool with an army of Horse Heresy troops. That's the Iron Warrior army I'm painting, because it'll take me, like, a day. Well, you know all the people that are 3D printing... Uh, it will take you a day. Have you seen how big the Warlord Titan is again? No, without the, the Warlord Titan. The Reavers are still going to be big. But I was just going to say, like, with the all the folks that are 3D printing epic scale stuff already, they just need to scale up the STL files by 30%, and they're good to go for 8 mil scale... With the rest of the armies, yeah, guess, people are already eh? doing it. Uh, what's the what's the like resolution on those? I wonder what their quality is. Like, uh, oh, the, yeah, the if you're using like the really high end stuff, it would be the same quality as any of my BattleTech stuff. Oh, that's pretty, it's pretty solid. Yeah, where again, you get a little bit of that graininess on the prints, unless you do a pretty ridiculous amount of prep work. But the stuff, yeah, yeah all the BattleTech stuff that I have for the most part is 3D printed, and it looks fine. Yeah, yeah, it does for sure. Okay. Good times. Cool. Well, um, 
Any final thoughts, guys who are buying this? So you can I can't wait. Full on robot chubby. Yeah. I want to put together a death corpse screen. Robo chubby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um Well, this has been another episode of Hobby Day in Canada. Thanks for listening to us for 101 episodes, I guess. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. I'm Dan. Mike. I'm Ward. And play some games, paint your fucking models, and have fun. Bye.